Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. I'm Adam Blattenberg from Diesel World. Hi, this is Dan, owner of Dan's Diesel Performance. I'm Christian Roth of BD Diesel. I'm Braden Fleece, and you're listening to the Diesel Podcast. What is going on, Diesel Nation? We're excited to have you guys with us today on the Diesel Podcast. Today, I'm going to be joined by Nick from Dieselmatic, and we've had him on the podcast before to chat and offer tips for diesel shop owners or really any sort of small business owners that are out there as far as maximizing your website, your digital presence, to be able to find the right kind of customers and be able to make your website work and sell for you. And today, we're going to have a special guest with Nick and I, and that's going to be Will from Burnout Diesel Performance in Texas. And we're going to be going through his website with him and his online presence. And Nick's going to offer some tips and some things, not just for him, but for any shop owners out there that are listening on things that you can do right now to improve your Google reviews, your social media presence, your website. And then we're just going to go through and basically do like an audit. And so that he's going to know some things he can do in the future to be able to help his website work for him and make things more efficient, whether it's finding customers, scheduling trucks, notifying his community, the types of services that he offers. It's going to be, it's going to be really fun. Before we get to it, we want to give us a shout out to one of our sponsors and that's really custom fabrication. And those guys do some amazing work and I've always been a fan of what they do with fabrication and really cool products that that solve solutions for diesel truck owners out there. So I encourage you, if you're looking for quality products for your Duramax, Cummins, PowerStroke, and they offer a ton of different things, make sure and go to WC Fab. All their parts are made in America. They build them in-house. The color options that they have are so cool. So no matter what kind of style your build has, your favorite color, what what you may be wanting to achieve with your particular truck, they can accommodate it. And one of the really cool things about them is they're known for the quality and the fitment, which is so important if we're going to be tackling, you know, these, these upgrades on our own you know, on the weekends, or if you're a shop owner and looking to be able to install parts, make sure they go on quickly so you can keep your customer's trucks coming in and out the door as fast as possible with the quality that you want. If you're a shop owner out there, you're looking to pick up early custom fabrication parts, make sure and head on over to turn14.com. Check out what they have. If you're not set up with them, give them a call. They're super easy to work with. They'll get you set up. You can see inventory, get tracking right away. It's an awesome service for shop owners out there. Also want to encourage you guys, if you're not on our discord already, make sure and, and join your going to see a link down below to be able to do that or if you go to instagram to search diesel podcast you'll find a link in our bio there you're going to find discord which we have great conversations about trucks about parts questions about builds a lot of our sponsors are on there you can also find our youtube videos our patreon there's a lot of exclusive perks we have for our patreon members so we're really pumped up and excited to be able to bring all this information to you guys and make it super easy to find all right let's get to the podcast with nick and will and doing an audit of a diesel shops online presence Nick and Will, welcome to the Diesel Podcast. This can be a really cool episode. I it's like a totally different format that I'm really looking forward to is to be able to chat with Nick from Dieselmatic and the expertise that they have with helping diesel shops with their websites and online presence, and then chat with you, Will, and learn more about your diesel shop, what uh, what you specialize in, and things that you're looking to do in the future. So I'm gonna kind of hand this over to Nick and let him work his magic with uh, you know what we chatted about before and just showing how you guys can help a, a diesel shop and a diesel business 
get ahead of the competition and really be able to find the customers that they're looking for. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Patrick. Uh, it's, yeah, it's going to be a cool episode. Definitely. I think a little bit different than the typical format, uh, that we follow. We'll kind of both be, uh, talking to Will about his shop, um, and looking at some of the, just the typical ways that you get a customer, uh, and kind of looking at each of those, um, each of those touch points, uh, and making some recommendations based on what they have already. Uh, so, before we jump in, I'll tell you a little bit about myself. My name's Nick. Uh, I'm the founder of Dieselmatic. Uh, we work with <laughs> Will. You getting a yeah <laughs> customer call? Trying to trying to kill that real quick. It's all right, man. It's uh, the life of a shop owner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah. So we work with um, light, medium, and heavy duty repair shops to help them compete with the big boys. Uh, you know, whenever one, whenever someone starts a business, you start it with a dream or an idea of what you want it to become. And over time, as your business grows, you kind of, you know, have new challenges, you can lose track of those, uh, those goals. Um, and so what Dieselmatic's goal is really is to keep those visions and goals alive so that you can stay on track and grow and do the work that you love to do, be financially stable and have time to spend with your family, go fishing, work on a project truck and just do the things that you actually love to do and not be working only on your business 24 seven. So we do that by creating stable income streams for your business uh, through digital marketing and online brand management and and so, yeah, we thought on this podcast, we'd go through uh, a shop uh, who uh, just started out uh, and look at what, you know, look at their shop, what they're doing. So I won't go too far into it, but maybe, Will, you can just uh, introduce yourself. I'm Will Gadzinski. I own Burnt Out Diesel down here in Houston. Um, started about a year ago and been slam packed ever since. Um, looking for any help and I've been talking to you guys already about getting set up and having you guys help us out and um, fairly positive we're going to do that right here in the near future but um, any help would be awesome cool man yeah I'm curious uh, how I know you were talking to Tracy a bit um, how many how many staff do you guys have right now uh, right now I've got six six guys well uh, one girl in the office uh, one person that does uh, outside sales for me, and then um, four techs plus myself. Nice, um, man. That's some good growth in the first year. That's like yeah. a hire every other month. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to find good qualified people. That's for sure. Yeah. But, now, with your, your with your shop, Will, do you do a lot of, is a lot of maintenance and a little bit of performance or a lot of performance, a little bit of maintenance? Uh, more, more we shoot for more like fleet work maintenance, you know, your, your general repair stuff. It's kind of try to stay away from the performance stuff due to kind of everything that's going on in the industry. I mean, at the end of the day, it's not, it's not worth a visit, you know, um, they're risking that. So, but I mean, we're always working on, you know, cool little projects or whatever. So, is it a lot of new, a lot of newer trucks, like say 2010 to 15s, or is it more so the older trucks that people are bringing in to, you know, have things fixed or just do maintenance on? Um, 
just as far as our normal repairs and stuff, it's it's a broad range, a lot of newer stuff. Um, but it's kind of a it's kind of a mix with everything, to be honest with you. I mean, we've got a couple twelve hours here. I've got a couple twenty twenty ones with less than a thousand miles on them. So, um, you know, it's kind of a broad range of what we get in here. So yeah. Nick, so Nick, like when when Will approaches you and he says, "Hey, I want to, I want to do these things with my business," you know, what? How do you start out with with a shop and and analyze it and kind of just get the starting stages of it going? Yeah, I mean, something that I'm curious about, Will, with you guys being a year in, uh, what have you done for marketing so far, and what's like what's been effective in the first year? I really haven't done much. We tried with a. Uh, with Google ads, but it's, we get a ton of random phone calls. I've gotten phone calls trying to set up dentist appointments, thinking that we're selling cars, yeah. um, all kinds of stuff. It's crazy. Yeah, I know um, you got, you sent, Amy sent a, a message uh, to us the other day saying somebody just called trying to set up a dentist appointment. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think that's the most unique one so far, but yeah. we get, it's, uh, I don't understand how that even happens. But. Well, it's frustrating, man. The, you know, the, especially when you're running Google ads, I mean, this is kind of jumping a bit ahead, but um, you're paying for that. You paid for that mm -hmm. customer to call, right? Yep. Whether it was two bucks, five bucks. Um, mm -hmm. And there's, there are some very like technical things. The reason they probably called is because you probably had a broad match uh, keyword set up that was just too broad and not mm -hmm. unique to a specific service. Like somebody's looking for like transmission work uh, or a rebuild or something like that. Um, those are the things that, uh, yeah, that you want to set up within your Google ads so that you're not getting <laughs> dentist appointment phone calls. Um, but yeah, no, that's good. Um, what's been, so like, what have been the challenges of marketing your shop so far, apart from like Google ads not being very effective? Honestly, I've been very lucky. I really haven't had a ton of challenges marketing because I've, before I opened the shop, I did a, lot, a ton of work, you know, at home for, for guys. And I've, I've been doing that for years. Um, so, you know, and obviously I worked at, worked at a shop during the day, but I had a ton of people that I worked on their stuff and maintained all their stuff at night and after hours, uh, at the house. So I had a pretty decent client base, um, when I opened the shop. So I haven't, I haven't really been doing, you know, or struggling with any kind of marketing really. Uh, my biggest struggle is keeping good guys here to, to keep up with the work we do have. Yeah, that's definitely been, that's a common theme. I think Patrick and I have talked a lot about that too. Um, yeah, hard. <laughs> it's really hard. Yeah. Uh, cool. And well, I think what we're going to do is go through a little bit of the, uh, the customer journey of how, uh, you know, how a customer finds a shop, how a customer would go about finding your shop. Um, and typically what they, you know, what a customer, you know, their one search strategy for finding a shop would be they do a search, uh, typically on Google. Um, they go to one of the, you know, maybe the first three websites that come up and then they make an email or a phone call. And that's pretty much the, you know, a three-step simple process. So, laying that out, you can kind of start to look at some of the, you know, the ways that you present your shop 
to the customer. So one of the first things I wanted to start out with something that you guys do really well and not rag on you too much. Uh, you guys have great reviews, man. Um, I'll share, I'll share my screen here so that we can actually see, but you guys have, uh, over 60 Google reviews and five stars, which is, um, rare. <laughs> <laughs> Do you do anything uh, specific for like, do you ask people like to leave reviews or anything? Yeah, well, I always, I, I try to see if, uh, you know, I can get them to leave any kind of feedback, good or bad, um, because, you know, any kind of bad feedback, that's what we can do to improve in the future. Um, and I've, I've set up with a, uh, I've used Sure Critic in the past to, you know, as we close out a ticket, just send out a basically a review request um, to customers and stuff. But we don't, yeah. honestly, we don't use that as much as we probably should. Half the time we forget about it. Yeah, because you're busy running your shop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, man, it's a, it's a really, like, that is, that's one of the first things that people look for. And it's a really big ranking factor within Google, too. It's something that we really drive home. Uh, for customers like collect email addresses or phone numbers and do like we when we manage uh, shops we'll you know send re review requests to customers um, and yeah it that social proof it is a goes a long way in creating trust for a customer you know when they're in that mm -hmm. research phase of like okay where am I going to take my truck to get the work done um, yeah. we have we have people that come in all the time hey you guys five stars on Google, ton of reviews, you know, I'm here for you guys to do whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like killer stuff. And just like little things like, like the specific types of work that was done, right. Fuel pressure sensor on my 07 Ram like that. Yeah. That's perfect. It, it also signals to Google that like, okay, these are the kind of, this is the kind of work that people that this shop is doing. So like if somebody searches like, Dodge Ram repair shop near me, it's going to make burnt out diesel performance, uh, you know, raise the credibility and likelihood that you'll come up in that number one spot. Um, but some things that you can do uh, within your Google My Business profile uh, to help is list products and services. So um, this is an example of a shop. Can you guys see this here? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Diagnostics. Yeah. Uh, so this is a, uh, a shop where um, got products listed. Uh, so transmission rebuild, fleet services. You can also list, um, you know, specific actual products that you have, right? If you're, um, you know, if you have a sp specific product line, um, but listing those services too uh, is a really good way to let Google know that, you know, you provide fleet maintenance services, uh, transmission repair services. Um, you can also getting ahead a bit, but listing them on your website so that you have them all broken down individually. You know that you have a specific page for suspension, right? And mm -hmm. listing that within your Google My Business profile is a really good way to, uh, to just fill it out a little bit more. Um, another thing, you guys add some photos uh, to your profile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you've got the like the main photo of just a shop um but just some some simple things right where 
it's really from a customer perspective when they're doing that research at first, somebody wants to know where they're going. What does the building look like? What, like what's the entrance look like? Am I in the right place? Um, just those little things that sometimes people don't even really think about. They just, they just know, okay, yeah, there's a little bit more credibility because I know where I'm going here. Makes sense. Uh, and then the last thing within your profile that you can do uh, down at to, yeah, in the middle here. So you can anonymously ask questions to your business. So you can click on ask a question. We're signed in as Dieselmatic, so we can ask one. Um, but do something like, uh, does this shop do uh, transmission rebuilds? Right? And then they it'll come up with some uh, oh, specific cool. things, but then you can actually post that. So now you'll, you'll probably get a notification that I've asked that. And now if somebody, you know, is searching for a transmission rebuild shop, um, they're going to see a question and an answer that burnt out diesel performance does that work. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Lots of little weird things. Hey? Yeah. <laughs> Just all the little things. Yeah. Uh, Cool, man. Um, website. Uh, so one thing I was curious about, uh, burnt out diesel performance Yes. and then burnout yep. diesel performance. There was a, when we, when we were kind of playing around with making the website, there was an issue with the domain and I think I just forgot the password for whoever I set it up with. And I just, I need to get that fixed and switched over. <clears throat> Yeah, but, I noticed. I noticed. I went and tried to buy burnt out diesel for mm -hmm. you, <laughs> but yeah. it was it was bought. So you own it. Yeah, I own it. Okay, cool. But I don't. It was something to do with a. I didn't know the login or something like that. So Domain just, registrars are really yeah. they're frustrating. Yeah, we will mm -hmm. we'll help you with that. We'll get it recovered awesome. so that we can actually use the right one. Yeah. Little things like that. The consistency, there's a lot of really nerdy things that you can do. Like uh, it's called the nap, your nap profile. So name, address, phone number, having it mm -hmm. be consistent everywhere on the internet is really important. Um, it's something like when, you know, when customers, uh, when a shop moves um, to a new location, making sure that everywhere that your name, address, and phone number is listed gets changed so that it's consistent. Otherwise, you know, at the end of the day, Google and Bing and Yahoo and whatever search engine someone's using, they just want to make sure that people are getting the right results, right? Like that they're pointing them to the right place. And if that's inconsistent, then they're probably not going to show you because you're, you know, they might not be sure if you're, they're actually going to the right location. Um, so within your website, one of the biggest things that you can do, uh, or we can do <laughs> once we, once we sign on is, yeah, you guys uh, will definitely be doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, going back to like looking at the customer journey. So let's say customer does a search ends up on burntoutdiesel.com uh, and they're like, okay, what do you guys do? Uh, There's not really any services listed <laughs> right now. Mm -hmm. So adding specific service pages, um, 
this is another great example. Uh, these guys are in Jersey Shore. Uh, shout out to Dirty D's. No, Damon listens listens to the podcast, so he'll love this. This is his truck. All the services are listed right here, right? So someone knows, like, okay, I probably need a rebuild. They go there and they have confidence that the shop is actually going to be able to do the work that they have can schedule a service enter the info reach out to you or place a call another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Cool. So something else I wanted to ask you too on your website. Um, with the products that you guys carry, I know you're kind of hosted on Shopify here. Do you do, uh, do you do like mostly stock, like in stock stuff or, uh, um, drop shipping? Uh, a little bit of both. Mm. Uh, I haven't really focused real hard on a lot of product sales right now because, uh, um, the, the girl that I have that's, that's, uh, doing sales for me, she's actually in California. Um, more than likely she's going to be moving here in the next few months and once she's here, um, she's going to, we're going to really push that heavy because she can fully handle it all right, right here. So that's cool. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm always curious about it. Like Patrick, we've talked about it a bit. What is your, what's your experience been with, uh, shops, uh, you know, doing online like part sales, uh, in the performance world, like uh, in stock sales versus drop shipping. What have you noticed with it? It seems I'd say with shops it it's kind of varied. There's a there's some that I know that that really focused heavily on what's in stock, what's there, their local customer base, and then as as they start to branch out, then it's almost like the 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 rules change dramatically because now now the website's competing with you know online retailers that that's all they do. So a way that they can you know, quickly find, say a product, like we saw some WC fab product, or there were some other ones that I saw on your site there. It's like, how do they find that? Or how do they search by LB seven versus L five P versus uh, 2007 half to Oh nine, six, seven Cummins. And so it's, it's probably different. I imagine you see it a lot, Nick with like, you know, how do you get a local customer to drop their truck off versus how do you reach somebody in Illinois or Nebraska or Wyoming that's searching for this particular product and then pull them in. And so I think I've seen a lot of shop owners struggle with it when they do that transition to maybe do 50-50 or 60-40 or 70-30 split is, how do I make my website work for me, show the products, get the person online that might only spend five or 10 seconds on there? How do I get them right to where they want to be looking at the truck parts they want to see? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that like laying that out is basically the UX user experience of like, you want your ideal goal is to be able to get a customer to where they want to be in the fewest clicks possible. Yeah. Right? And that yeah and that, kind of, well, that's what I noticed with Will's website is when you had Google up 
if I was if I was in Houston and I saw that, I would immediately look at the reviews. They look great. I saw how many followers he had on Facebook, on Instagram. I'm going to click on his website because it's local to me and I'm I'm going to call him up. And then if I land on a product page for, you know, an air intake or a turbo or something, it's just so much quicker. It, it, I don't think it's, it doesn't pull me in as much because I can't necessarily find the reviews that easy. I can't see the shop. You know, I don't see the front of an online retailer's business and those sorts of things. So I'm looking for something different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah, that's a really good way to put it. Um, yeah, that's cool. The, the interesting part of that, like customer journey of, um, you know, we kind of laid out that three-step process. There's kind of a diversion. So sometimes, you know, somebody will do a search, they'll, you know, pick, you know, three, uh, local shops that they're looking at then they might delay their service or purchase decision, right? So maybe they don't have the money to do the work that they want to do. They're going to wait until next paycheck or next month. Um, Another thing that you guys are already doing really good uh, is retargeting with Facebook ads. So um, this is a cool little pro tip. Uh, If you're ever curious about, and this this applies to like any business out there. If you're curious about a competitor, and what kind of ads they're running uh, through social media, you can go to facebook.com slash ads ads slash library or just search Facebook ads library. And you'll be able to see all of the ads that they're running. So right now, Will, you guys are running a couple of ads uh, just for the shop. Um, I'm curious about like, are you running these yourself? Uh, somewhat, well, pretty much, yeah. Yeah. So do you do you know how you have them set up? Like, are they set up to target uh, like retarget website visitors, like people in your local um, area? I think, uh, they're generally within uh, a search within a the mile radius of of where we're located pretty much the greater houston area Mm. um i think one no all the ones that are currently going are just uh i've got i think i've got two out for for technicians and just one honestly one of the i think that top one that's just been an ad that's just kind of been running for a while yeah. Yeah. And that's perfect, man. Like a general brand mm-hmm. awareness ad, right? Um, mm-hmm. Those. So basically what you want to be able to do is uh, in that time when like the customer has researched a few shops and they're going to put off their service decision, you want to be able to keep your business top of mind for them. Um, and one of the best ways to do that is through retargeting. So what that does is you have code on your website that tracks that visitor and then serves them ads afterwards for, you know, however long you want, seven days, 14 days, 30 days, uh, and kind of keeps, you know, burnt out diesel performance in their mind so that when they are ready to actually, you know, do the service and they, whatever, they got their next paycheck or, uh, uh, they just can't drive their truck anymore. Uh, they, they think of you. Um, I know you were saying, uh, you're doing some, some ads for, uh, hiring too. Uh, it's a great way you can target. Facebook has some, definitely some restrictions within their, uh, 
employment category. So when you're posting ads, you can't, it's very frustrating, but you can't discriminate by like interests. So you can't yeah. target people. Have you ran into that? Yes. Yep. Certain keywords, um, yeah. stuff like that. Just I've gotten them declined just for certain keywords. Age um, ranges too. Yep. You can't discriminate based on age. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't want to hire a 67 year old <laughs> diesel mechanic, yeah. but I mean, mm-hmm. maybe they'll have a ton of knowledge. I don't know. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's a great way. It's a great way to retarget. Um, another really good thing is to add that social proof. So retargeting ads or general brand awareness ads uh, with reviews in them, right? So okay. real people taking your Google reviews and just making a, a, re, a kind of review graphic out of them. Um, and then, you know, general, like you are running general brand awareness ads. Um, these are some more examples from uh, Adrenaline Diesel. They're in Edmonton. Um, yeah, just posting some, uh, having these ads run based on uh, the work, the the type of work that you actually do. So these guys are these guys are an HD shop. Um, so they're more heavy duty, but they do a lot of specialty parts and custom ECM tuning. Um, so these ads run and they run for retargeting and for general brand awareness. So uh, exactly like you're doing, uh, picking a like a local area, um, targeting, you know, a radius around your shop uh, and then picking, you know, a set of uh, interests that are uh, similar to your customers. So yeah. Killer that you guys are you guys are doing that. Um, yeah. just kind of been playing around with quite a bit of stuff but shop I used to work for um, the owner is a real good friend of mine and he's kind of shared shared some stuff and some information and they're so they're probably they're one of the top shops in Houston so kind of kind of follow what they do a little bit and seems That's to work good, so have I'm curious what and Patrick too, what what has your guys' experience been like with sharing that kind of knowledge between shop owners? Like I know the the craft beer industry is like a little bit of an anomaly in that it like they share they share like product knowledge and like the if there are more more breweries close together, they all do better. What has it been like? Like, what is it within uh, your world? Um, I mean, pretty much everybody. I mean, I work with a lot of the shops in town. Um, I mean, there's really no, I mean, it's competitive, but um, everybody's, you know, pretty much cool with each other. I mean, as far as, you know, if I got a problem with a truck that's kind of got me stumped, I'll, you know, call one of the guys you know, one of the other owners in town and Hey, if you guys ran into this, you know, if I'm looking for a certain part, um, you know, kind of all the shops in town, they kind of have their little specialties, a little niche and some of them stock certain parts and, you know, Hey, look, you guys have this on, you know, on hand or on the shelf and cool. I'll send somebody over and get it or I'll go get it myself. Um, and what's crazy is we actually use Uber to ship parts around. Um, and that's, a lot of guys can't believe that, but I would get an Uber and shoot stuff across town. So, um, but 
I mean, everybody works together. I mean, I haven't had anybody that, you know, if I have a question, pretty much everybody's been very helpful. That's cool, man. That's really good. That goes nationwide too. I mean, I talk to a lot of guys all over the country and it's extremely helpful. So. Yeah, that's cool. Um, nice. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of the, the full customer journey that, um, you know, that, that we kind of have gone through, uh, somebody doing a Google search, checking out a few websites, maybe making a decision later, which allows you to retarget them and build brand recognition and credibility. And then finally making a service or purchase decision and knowing the kind of, you know, customer, mindset putting yourself in their shoes is you know, a really important part of understanding how you know how that truck gets in into your bay so, yeah yeah and with, with somebody who say hasn't opened a shop yet and they're they're close to it they're they're thinking about it they're almost ready to get the the tax id numbers and, and venture out there what are what are some tips that you would give them, Will, as somebody who's you know you're you're successful, you started recently, you know you're on this journey? What would uh, be a couple things you tell them? Hey, definitely make sure you do these things before you open the doors and you know turn on the lights and start getting trucks in here. Um, one thing that I had, I want to say I struggled with it at a time, but one thing I know I messed up on when I first opened, um, I didn't focus on the office stuff, the bookkeeping, you know, the backside paperwork all that kind of stuff. I was more focused on getting stuff done in the shop and getting trucks out and it, it piled up and kind of became a mess. Um, so it, I would say definitely pay attention to the office stuff, the paperwork, um, get a good bookkeeper. Um, it obviously that costs money, but they will help you a lot with keeping up with stuff. Um, I'd say probably, honestly, that's, that's the biggest thing that I, I know that I messed up when I first opened the shop was, just the, the paperwork stuff, the shop stuff's easy working on the trucks and fixing stuff. That's easy. Yeah. It's the, uh, actual running a business, uh, portion of it that I didn't pay as much attention to. That's a lot of like what you mentioned, Nick, and, and not just on this episode, but other ones that we've done is, you know, these guys, they know how to fix trucks and know how to diagnose them. They know how to service customers. And then they also put on another hat, which is the marketing, the bookkeeping, the managing people. And that's where what Dieselmatic does, I think, is incredibly important to shop owners out there. Is you can take so much of that off their plate so that you know, someone like Will can focus on, well, where's my next hire? How do I train him? How do I make sure, you know, the trucks are getting diagnosed quicker? How do I get parts here faster? All the things that go into just day-to-day -day making a business run smooth. Totally, man. And it's hard enough, it's hard enough to find a, um, a diesel mechanic, a good diesel mechanic. You, mm -hmm. You're going to have a hell of a time finding somebody who understands the, the diesel industry that's able to market your shop effectively. So, yeah. 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 Yeah, it's, it's, it's really cool. It was, it was awesome to do this kind of format and learn more, you know, about your business, Will, and, and the growth and, and uh, the things you guys are doing to be able to attract customers. And then, 
you know, what you do, Nick, when somebody calls you up and says, Hey, I want to take this to the next level, or I need help with something ways that you guys are, are able to do that. So I look forward to the questions. There's, there's always some really good ones that we get after these episodes. I get like four or five shop owners, like probably within a couple hours that send us a few emails and like, Hey, you and Nick talked about, you know, this next time, you know, talk about this, this topic. I haven't, you know, don't have any experience with, with this particular part of marketing. So this was really fun. I had a great time and, uh, yeah, it was, it was fun to see how you guys do what you do. And I mean, that presentation you gave Nick about retargeting ads, I realize why I see so many on Facebook now, because there's, <laughs> there's people that are doing that. So it makes sense why, why I'm seeing them. So that was really cool to learn. Nice. Cool. Yeah, it was, uh, it was good. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we gave, gave you some good info. Well, that, you know, you can do, and, uh, maybe we'll talk after this about signing you guys up so that you don't have yeah. to do it and we can do it for you. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I plan on it. I just haven't had a chance to actually sit down and get with you guys about it. Yeah. yeah. Cool, man. Cool. We'll find time. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Patrick. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Th- thanks, Will. Thanks, Nick. I appreciate uh, you guys' time today and chatting with us about business shop owner tips and things that uh, the guys can do out there to make things run smooth. Not a problem. I appreciate it. Don't forget, Diesel fans, make sure and head on over to dieselmatic.com if you have any questions about your business, making your website work for you, and improving your digital presence online, finding the customers that you're looking for. Also, to our show sponsor today, which is Worldly Custom Fab, go to wcfab.com, find the complete line of products that they have. If you're a shop owner looking to sell or install or stock Worldly Custom Fabrication Parts, go to turn14.com as well. I also want to give a special shout out to a couple of our Patreons, Wright Diesel Services and Texas Diesel Supply. Until next time, keep the shiny side up.